Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, do you have something that your kid always wants to wear out in public, but you as an adult are like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that um, for whatever reason? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley hey. Trainer. Hey. Um, we've been dealing with this at our house lately. Oh, really? Why? Well, have I told you the story about Keller's new necklace? Have I told you about this? No, not at all. Okay, so Keller is my nine-year-old. He is one of the twins. He's the boy twin. So he's, uh, and he actually is my youngest, and he's the youngest by one minute. that's right, you have two twins. You're cute. That's funny. Um, So my son Keller recently was in a, a shop with me, and he saw these, um, necklaces, one of which had uh, a four-leaf clove, clover on it. And he okay. was like, I want that necklace because I want the world to know that I'm Irish. And I was like, well, that's Aww, adorable. That's yes. Uh, you know, it was not an expensive chain. It was like the least I could do. So we got him this little um, clover necklace. It was it was cheap, like super cheap. Um, and then he said, well, you know, I would like to get a charm that's a cross so people could also know that I'm Christian. And I was like, that is also a lovely idea. Yeah. Um, so we started looking online uh, for a cross charm to put on the necklace. Do you have any idea where this might be going? Not really. Okay. Well, we were looking at gold crosses and Keller set his sights upon one very spectacular cross. Okay. But this cross would be one that you'd probably be more accustomed to seeing on perhaps a hip-hop artist. And he loved this cross so much. And he said, that's the one I want, Mom. That's the cross I want. Okay. Um, I'll show you a picture of this very quickly so that you can give sort of an audio example. Oh, my God. That is a gigantic... That's like a a rapper cross. Yep, exactly. On a very large chain. That is what they call bling. That is what they call bling. Exactly. And it's got some with a capital B. fake gems kind of all over it. And it was only $15 on the Amazon. So it was pure gold. <laughs> totally. Very yeah. valuable. I said to my young sweet Keller, honey, no, because you're not probably going to be wearing that out of the house. And then I shared a picture of it with my best friend who then ordered it and had it sent of to course, my house. Of course. So now my nine-year-old has a hip-hop cross that is so long on him that it just sort of covers his, um, na- just below the navel area. <laughs> oh, my God. 
And it's gaudy. Okay. And it's very heavy. And he wants to wear it to school. Well, every you can't day. probably wear that to school, though, because can kids wear like large jewelry like that? I don't know. I would imagine there's got to be some dumb rule because kids can't do anything. This independent probably, you're probably right. So I've said no to that. Yeah. But he always wants to, church. no matter where we're going. Hey, man. My, no, I said no, no, even to church. Oh, My mother, on. on the other hand, said, go ahead and wear that to church, honey. Yeah, I feel like that's the place. Jesus wants to seize us. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, like, more than Jesus can see that thing. Yeah. Like, you'd be able to see it from the moon. Uh, 651-641-1071. Is there anything that your kid always wants to wear out of the house and you just say, no, we're not going to do that? Tammy's on the line. Hi, Tammy. Do you have something like that in your house that your kid always wants to wear out in public? I do, or lack thereof. I have six-year-old twins, but when they're three and four, uh, it took everything to stop them from going outside naked. Right? Uh, Yeah, well... Yeah, I you and know wait till they I, get to about twenty, and then they're going to want to do it all over again. <laughs> yeah. Also, they like they think sports players put underwear on their heads, so whenever they're pretending to be like soccer stars or whatever, they put underwear on their heads. Oh. Wait, what is it I that they're seeing? We got issues in my house. Okay, yeah. all right. I don't Tammy. feel like you're alone, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, so they put underwear on their heads, but not on their bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Tammy. That's hilarious. Is that oh, a gosh, thing? So, I don't know. I didn't know that was a thing. Neither did I. But, you know, what are you going to do? You get really excited you put undies on your head. Apparently. Well, we did get a call in the break. Uh-huh. And somebody said that their kid wants to wear an eye patch from a pirate Halloween costume out of the house. And that's a no-go. Oh, you know, it kind of depends See, on how old the kid is. I would just be concerned that, like, people would be concerned that, you know, the child had some sort of injury. Right. Right. Do you know what? I mean, my thing when I was a kid was like, I always wanted to have a broken arm. Oh yeah. That's not weird at all. Okay. Is that not weird? No, seriously. No, it's not. If I told you about some of the dumb things that I would do to, for attention, Mm -hmm. yeah, right up there with broken arm. So my mom would always make like a dish towel sling for me. Okay. Wow. So that explains a lot. Diane well, at home, not like to go your, out, your you know, but she would, you know, make a little dish towel sling and I would beg to wear that out of the house, you know, because then you get sympathy from people. Yeah, no. Oh, hey, I want to tell you, I can't tell you what I did because it's so offensive. What I thought I was was hilarious as a child. Oh, see, no, that's no, I terrible. can't because it's really okay, bad. Fine. I wanted to wear glasses. I wanted yes, to have braces. Glasses, braces. So I would put a paper clip in my over my like I would bend a paper clip and put it over my teeth and try to pretend that my friends. Why did we want those? Did things? you ever do this? My friends and I would go to the mall and pretend we spoke foreign languages. I'm sure we did. Yeah. Oh, well, I yes. One time I and this was when I was in high school. I stood in line at Disney World with one of my friends and we spoke in a, a fake accent. It was really bad. When I was about 26, it was a British accent. my friend and I uh, drove down to Des Moines to get really drunk in another city because that's different <laughs> and pretended we were from Australia and we were from the Purina company and we were selling a new product called Rue and Royce <laughs> and it was kangaroo and rice. And so we would introduce ourselves. What was From your Australia? What was your Australian name? I don't even remember. Kip? I don't. I think of you know a couple <laughs> shots later, and we had forgotten what we were. You know what our mo was. <laughs> but we did come up with a you know the the ruin rice backstory. That's not the worst. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. I, you had a lot of time yeah. to come up with the the story Again, on the way down. Adult. You know, 
I guess we never really tire of trying to grab attention in weird ways. That's, that's why, why we have the a radio three show. Monday through Friday. We've got another call from Angela. Angela's on the line. Hi, Angela. Hi. I had a daughter who um, once wanted to wear her eye patch from a pirate costume out of the house for a week straight, and she managed to do it for two days in a row. She snuck it on the school bus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and would wear it at school no until kidding. I got a call from the nurse's office asking if she had been injured or, or whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's the thing. Like, you know, people are going to be like, Thanks, oh, Angela. are you okay? What happened? <laughs> What's under there? Yeah. Well, also, I guess now that I think about it, that might be sort of a safety issue as well, right? Because if you only have, at least they're not driving, but yeah. if you only have sight out of one eye, you could run into a lot of stuff, you know, if you're not used to it. <laughs> I used to make my legs fall asleep, too. You know, sitting in class. <laughs> so then you'd walk like you had some sort of issue. Oh, my God, we are offensive. <laughs> Wait, you did that no. on purpose? Yeah, I was just like, well, why not? Oh, I thought you it meant like you wanted to act like you had no, some sort of no, like it wasn't wasting act- disease no. that had taken away your ability to walk. <laughs> no, it no was you'd just, make you it know, fall asleep so you'd have the pins and needles that nobody likes that feeling. Yeah, it was like, how fast can you do that? Okay. You know, you'd sit in English class because you were bored. Okay, Colleen, you had Kids pretend braces. I know. We're weird. Kids were weird. We were all weird. We all did weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, every Friday we throw caution to the wind and we try something that's not on our normally pretty healthy diets. In other words, Bradley Trainer will not be eating green beans and chicken for breakfast. No. We've got a different nor, breakfast delectable. Uh, oh. Nor rice. With peanut butter and apple butter, brown rice that you accidentally forgot you cooked in chicken stock. I told them about this on Donna and Steve at the very, very end. I've been having some dietary issues lately, and yeah. I'm just I'm trying to work a few through a few things. It's okay. Okay. We'll work through them with you, but we're going to eat something naughty after right, this. Uh, it's cheat day Friday after this on My Talk 1071. Friday, you guys. You know hey, what bitches. that means on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and on Fridays, we like to throw something down our gullets. It's cheat day. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Yay. Bradley, what are we sticking in our mouth? Uh, room temperature scramps. No, we're no, not actually. because I value my gut health. Thank you. We oh, calm down. Like you ain't never eaten lukewarm crustaceans before. <laughs> no, actually, what we are eating is something called a nutter butter. But wait, there's, there's more. more. Not the nutter butter cookie of your that uh, if like me you loved uh, as a child. But nutter butter has been turned by the post people. Into a uh, cereal. Mm-hmm. By the way, did you know that Post is from Lakeville? No. It says Post Consumer Brands, Lakeville, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They're a Lakeville company? I did not know that. Anyway, so didn't know that either. But they came up with a Nutter Butter cereal made with real peanut butter. <laughs> Yay! Do you love, um, because I, as a child, Nutter Butter were my favorite cookies, because please remember, for all of you, or well, you don't remember if you're under a certain age, 
peanut butter as a flavoring agent in sweets and things mm-hmm. was not always very common. So no. a peanut butter cookie was kind of different. So you clearly do not recall that you actually administered my first Nutter Butter. That didn't sound good. You mean I gave you <laughs> yeah. your first Nutter Butter to uh, eat? Yeah, because yeah, it sounded like I was like, bend over, I'm going to give you... Okay, actually, I'm going to stop myself. That Thank is, you. That was so offensive. Why don't we eat some cereal? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Holly, the voice of reason, is urging us to try the darn cereal. Yeah. Smell so it. So what, what I'm saying like? is I've never, I never ate a Nutter Butter until recently. Yeah. Before that, my only peanut butter cookie experience was the ones I made at home or a Girl Scout one, and that is my favorite Girl Scout cookie, and the Nutter Butter tastes similar. And so this cereal is very exciting, and it smells like peanut butter. It and does smell literally like the cookie. Hannah, our social media gal, who's filming me all up in my grill right now on Facebook Live, if you'd like to check that out on Facebook. When we opened the box, she was like, Eck, that stinks. And I think it smells good. Yeah. So it does smell very it does peanut smell buttery. It like the cookie, right? The nut yeah, butter it, cookie. Because it it's peanut butter, but like that sweet peanut butter, that okay, dessert I'm going peanut in. butter. I'm going okay. in. You talk. So they look like a little... Um, I don't even want to tell you what they look like because you're going to die laughing. But they look... I'll tell you off air what they okay. look like. Um, but they look kind of like little, you know what I'm thinking yeah. of? Yeah. <laughs> mm, like filled in figure eights. Little peanuts filled is what they look like. Eights, yeah. But okay. Kind of, I want to eat this all the time. Are they really good? I like it a lot. You can really, it's weird. I don't know how they do this, but it t- you can taste, like the peanut butter taste tastes like butter. Yeah. You like know there's what I mean? a filling without it there but being a filling. But there's not a filling. Yeah. It, I don't think there's a filling. No. It's really good. Mm. What do you all think? Holly, you, you're going to town. Well, I ate it because I don't like soggy cereal. Oh, you had to get into it quick. Bradley doesn't either. No, that's gross. But this cereal mm. is great. I wouldn't eat this for breakfast, oh my God, but it's a fantastic is, snack. That is a dessert. Uh-huh. If ever I've met one. That is so mm. good. Do you, can you, on the box, does it say... Is this like a limited edition thing or is this a forever experience? Oh, it does say new. That's all. Okay. But I would rush out and buy that. Right? I sound like I'm a commercial, but. It's good. Nutter Butter Cookies. Hold on. I know. You know Nutter Butter Cookies have only been around since 1969? Nutter Butter Cookies? No, I did not know that. Those are really good. And I I haven't been eating any sugar or anything since the New Year. So that is probably the sweetest thing I put in my mouth. And they're real good. They are really good. mm. Um, yeah, and it's and it, by the way, this is actually kind of good information to have. It's apparently it's made with real peanut butter, and you can tell because, like I said, it doesn't have like that fake peanut butter yeah. flavor. Holly's in here getting Do you need seconds. Some more milk? Yes, please. Okay, somebody's calling I too, oh. and I want to know here. You know what? So I'm just going to put them on the air. Can I do that? Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. Okay, that's not a good idea, says Holly. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So I'm going to let you go screen that. Thanks, okay. Holly. Uh, anyway, it's made with real peanut butter, and this is like a new, and it does not appear to be like it's going away. So of the cereal, uh, cereal, of the cookie cereals that I've tried, I feel like this is probably the best because most most cereal versions of things are just a letdown. Yeah, this is not a letdown. It's this actually so tastes like the dumb cookie. Okay, so post nutter butter cereal. Nutter butter from Post from Lakeville, Minnesota. Yeah. So go out and rush rush out and put that in your grocery cart. I guess cart we should have known that. What? Post? I didn't. No, I but like who owns Post? Like where's the big Post factory? I don't know. It's in Lakeville apparently. Now we know this. But like is it owned by is it owned by like General Mills or something? I don't think so. I feel like they're not the same company. No. But like have you ever seen like a oh what? It's owned by Mondelay International Group. Okay, can I just also, <laughs> can I give you this really quickly? Because now I'm on the Post website. Yeah. I'd like it, and they invite you to explore the flavors. Oh, wow. They have Oreos Post cereal, which I've never had, but I know people have had that. Yeah. Honey Made S'mores, which we have we for a later have date those trying. To try, yeah. They have a Chips Ahoy Ooh, cereal. I would love that. They have a Nilla Banana Pudding cereal. Yeah, I am not up for And that. a Golden Oreos. You know what I would be up for, and please and thank you. I would. Oh, and like, Sour Patch Kids. Oh, that sounds nasty. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Who wants Sour Patch cereal? Children, milk, and Children. Sour Patch Kids. My kids don't eat mil- uh, milk with their cereal. They eat it all dry yeah, all the that's time. Just, that's communist. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Anyway. Okay, uh, so I give that I give that a four out of five Cobras. Okay, four out of five Cobras yeah. for the Nutter Butter cereal. I'm giving it four and a half wow, out of five. Okay. Go for it. That was some of the best uh, Can I look at the ingredients? sweet cereal I've had in a long, long time. And frankly, I don't really eat cereal very often. Um, okay, and then Holly's uh, taking phone calls, so she cannot rate the Nutter Butter cereal. Yeah, this is actually not that bad for you. I mean, there's a lot of sugar in it, obviously, right? But um, I will say a cup of cereal has about a third of the amount of sugar as a co- can of Coke, so it's not horrible. Yeah. And it does have real, uh, it's basically corn flour, sugar, and peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. See, there's real peanut butter in there. Holly, how many Cobras? Give it a four out of five. Ah. Uh, it's good, you guys. It is good. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have celebrities behaving badly. We call them D bags after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some celebrities behaving badly, and we'd love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer, and we have a name for those celebrities, and that name is D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. What do you got, Trainer? Douchebag! Okay, I'd like to tell you a tale. <clears throat> I'd actually like to show you a tale, and it's really the opposite of the tale. It's the head, <laughs> not the tail. And look at this head. Um, wow. Do you remember What's Ken Doll? No, just wait. It'll all make sense. Remember okay. human Ken Doll Rodrigo Alves? Yes. Please click on that article. Okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Why did you make me look at that? Okay, what is that appear to be? Oh, my gosh. An infection in some um, <laughs> incisions in his face. Yeah, that's what a lot. What is happening? Okay, so he just had a five-hour operation. Oh, my god! It is, I think, like his 69th plastic surgery. Rodrigo Alves, that is human Ken doll. He's 35 years old. He loves plastic surgery. He has spent over 600,000 pounds. 
and had over 60-plus surge breweries. Most recently, though, Colleen, the face that you're looking at is uh, after the most recent procedure, which <laughs> is to make his face smaller. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted me? he wanted to make his face smaller, which I can relate to because I have like a big head. Um, but I would never uh, want anything like what's going on with his face. Oh. So I think it's time for him to calm down. Um, Where does he get all the money to pay for I this? No, we've never. Well, part of it, you'll remember, he did make a lot of money going on Celebrity Big Brother. He made like 60,000 pounds or something oh like that. Oh, my gosh. Um, so it turns out he says uh, that he had a bunch of fibrosis or scar tissue from previous procedures due to thread lifts, um, which are clear polypropylene threads inserted into the face to lift the skin and stimulate the production of collagen. And then he also wanted to make his face a little smaller. Did you keep scrolling? Yeah, I did. And that's why I looked like I might refund the (laughs) Nutter Butter cereal that we just enjoyed. Yeah, so he... (laughs) You know what's interesting to me is like by all accounts, major plastic surgery like this is not an easy procedure and there's a lot of pain involved, obviously a lot of pain medication. I wonder if he might have some issue with pain medication. Well, and that he's getting the surgeries so that he can have the pain medication. Is that what you're thinking? I don't know. But like, don't you feel like that's got to hurt a lot? And really, like all he does is go through these surgeries that just must make him hurt. Like there's. He did something to his nose, it looks like, to re-stitch up some part of his nose. He's going to end up losing all of his body parts. Yeah, they're just going to fall off. I just, I feel like if I were a psychologist, which I'm obviously not, but um, that would be a lot to unpack. Like, I don't know where you would start with a, because it could be about so many things. Yeah. Like about his appearance. It could be about somebody who enjoys pain in some way. It could be about the drugs. It could be about the attention. It probably is about a little of all of it. You know what I'm saying? There's so many things to address in a person who has so much plastic surgery that they could literally die from the plastic surgery if they have more. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like somebody, I don't feel like he must have very good people around him. Because wouldn't people just like keep you from doing that stuff? Well, I feel like he probably has doesn't listen to the people around him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it seems to me that logical people would be saying, no, don't do that. But he's, you know, ultimately a person, another person can't stop somebody from doing the thing that they want to do so desperately. So he just probably lets those people fall away. Anybody that's saying no to him, he's like, I don't, I need yes people. Because obviously he should not be doing this. We've heard people say that. Yeah. It's just, it's creepy looking. Oh, I know what I was also going to say. Holly and I were talking about this earlier. Like, um, if you look at the rest of his body, he doesn't appear to like, like, if I were so concerned about my image, I would think like you would go to the gym some more. Mm -hmm. You would like take care of yourself in a way. Well, and not even take care of yourself in a good way necessarily, Uh just like you would like be working out a lot, maybe too much because some people have that issue where they're working out too much. And But you can see what they're trying to do. Whereas, like, if you look at his body, it's just kind of like he's clearly not working on any fitness regime. No. Yet he's going to all these lengths to, like, get abs and muscles 
and it's mostly through implanting them. And, yeah, and other surgeries. It's just a weird way to to address whatever internal body dysmorphia is clearly going on in his oh, brain. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Oh, all right. Would you like to know who my d bag is? Mm-hmm. Louis C. K. Oh, what's he up to? More stand up. More stand up. Oh, okay. So this, uh, he really is. He's doing a little tour. Uh, he's getting around. He's trying to uh, warm up to have a comeback. But we've talked about his stand-up routines recently. Uh, in fact, somebody had a recording of a stand-up act he did, I believe. Was that one in New York or Paris? Either way, we heard some of it. It was vile. Yeah. It was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he didn't learn. He didn't learn. And he took the stage uh, at a comedy club in San Jose on Wednesday night. And he opened that comedy act, Louis C.K., disgraced comedian who would uh, and admitted to uh, pleasuring himself in front of other female comedians and uh, that in and giving them a promise that if they indulged this desire for him, that he would help them a little bit with their careers, right? Yep. Gross. Yep. He admitted to it. Well, he opened up this Wednesday night gig with the following line. <clears throat> I like to, and I don't like being alone. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we knew that. Yep. Because you actually need to, less and when you do it, you need do it alone. Need to do it alone. Yeah. He opened his comedy routine like that with not a trace of apology, and apparently it got a good laugh. Um, so not only I think is he a d bag, but everybody who was in that audience who sat there for that. Yeah, I don't understand that. I I, I guess those are just people who well because look, we sleep, eat, and breathe this stuff. I have to imagine there are probably a lot of people out there who kind of maybe know he was kind of gross and weird, but maybe don't really understand exactly what's like. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I can think of. Otherwise, people are just horrible. So maybe people are just horrible. But but you got to believe that some of the people in the audience maybe don't realize how offensive like what actually. Yeah. Was happening. I don't know. I think you're giving people the benefit of the doubt. I feel like if you're a person who was a Louis C.K. fan and you're a person who would buy tickets to go see him, that you would at least know that he was in headlines for that reason recently, right? Because you have to actively be looking. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you could be like one of those people that's like, he's just doing what everybody wishes they were doing and could be doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, again, people are horrible. Yuck. Anyway, uh, he's he is trying to make a comeback, and I would say let's try to make sure that doesn't happen, because, ick. Yeah, he's disgusting. <sighs> All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, speaking of disgusting, ladies, warning: you need to stop putting stuff down there. Mm-hmm. Nature's pocket. We mm-hmm. got to talk about it. There is a a trend that's mildly disturbing, Colleen. Mm -hmm. Um, It involves women putting something down there that normally, um, I don't know, should be in your pantry. Not your panty. Yes, exactly. Put it in your pantries, (laughs) 
not your panties. Put that on a t-shirt. Right? We'll talk about whatever that thing is after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, uh, what do you got to tell uh, the ladies about the bits? Okay, so I read this story that literally says the following, and I'm like, wait a minute, why do you need to tell people to do this? Should this not be uh, possible? So I'm going to say a word. That word is vagina. If you have issues with the word, I apologize. Please come cover your ears and then maybe just deal with the fact that you're uncomfortable with that word because there's nothing wrong with it. Well, that is actually the clinical name of that. Do not put parsley in your vagina. Doctors warn. Parsley. Okay. So they have to warn people because they're doing it. Well, usually if there's an article that says, don't do this, that means that somebody's doing that. Well, yeah, but guess who's telling people to do this? Gwyneth Paltrow? Not Gwyneth Paltrow, another lady who's actually not a lady, but she sounds like a lady because her name is that of a lady. Marie Claire. A magazine? Yes. So this bizarre suggestion was made by uh, the women's magazine alongside recommendations like food, drink, and exercise. About what, you ask? Well, it all has to do with your um, time of the month. Mm -hmm. Your monthly cycle. And apparently, some people suggest that you can use things like parsley to hurry that along. You know, for example, if you want to manage your cycle around a holiday or a special event, like, oh, I'm going to be going to a Christmas party. I can't deal with that pesky period. So... So parsley? move it along with parsley. No, what the uh, heck? Um, what the heck? So according to the article, parsley is what is called an amenagog. Yeah. A, a substance. Oh, she's like, oh, yeah. Mm. Well, no, because I know what. <laughs> she knows men, big words. Well, no. Well, no, you just, if you go to doctors enough and you yeah. talk about that stuff, you learn some Amenorrhea things. or whatever. Is yeah. that what it's called? Uh-huh. Anyway, a substance that increases menstrual flow, uh-huh. which can soften the cervix and level out hormone imbalances. But doctors have urged women to never insert vegetables into their vagina as it could lead to health risks. Again, I think that's pretty simple. I feel like most people knew, you know, today I'm not putting veggies down there. Um, anyway, Marie Claire has since apologized um, and taken the article down because it was, quote, misguided. Yeah, you think? Well, not only was it misguided, Colleen, some lady just died doing it. What? Yeah. So a 24-year-old mother of two in August of oh last gosh, year from Argentina died after trying to do something else with parsley in her vagina. Unfortunately, she was trying to induce a miscarriage. <gasps> Which is also some some folklore. Stuff. Oh my gosh, this is awful! And so, what she died from though was putting the parsley down there in a way that ga- ended up giving her an infection, and se- she died of septic shock. So again, it may seem, and Marie Claire's article was like, a lot of people will take a parsley tea or whatever, whatever, and that'll move things along. But some people suggest the easiest way or the best way is to actually shove a bunch of parsley up there. And, um, well, this woman did, not necessarily because of the Marie Claire article, she's in Argentina, but they're pointing out, like, if you do this, you run the risk of getting an infection down there. And and uh, they also sell parsley uh-huh. Uh-huh. inserts. No. What? No. Nope. 
You guys, I oh, this like actually just makes me angry. I don't know about well, Bradley, you don't have this part, but Holly, no. being an owner and operator, uh, doesn't that make you just angry? Yes, that there are any number of different pieces of wayward advice for women to manipulate their cycle by doing stuff to their... I mean, like, men, well, you, don't, also, you guys don't have that yeah, stuff. No. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I mean, there's nothing that there's... I mean, the closest thing I could think of is like maybe someone would give men like a, like a, here's a hemorrhoid remedy or some dumb thing. But again... You know, but we all have the area. Yeah, yeah I'm of just saying that. I can't think of anything equivalent. We don't rub things down there, and well, we do, <laughs> but usually it doesn't involve herbs or manipulating well, your hormones. Herbs. Yeah. Herbs. Um, yeah. I just th- I don't know why this makes me so angry, and what? Well, I know why it makes me so angry, but also what makes me sad is that there are people who. Who are seeking out this type of advice and then willing to try it? Well, and then there are that, people that, who are selling things to allow women to do. Th- you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's no shortage of like bad advice out there, and you know, if if people like got this idea from their friend, they're like, "Hey, we do. Everybody's into the you know parsley, parsley flush down there." You know, okay, but like when Marie Claire is the one that's telling you to do it, you that's when you're like, wait a minute, um, you should have like scientists and or at least editorial standards. Yeah, yeah, some editorial standards, like a gynecologist on staff. If you're going to start telling people what to put down there, also, then I was fascinated, and maybe you've heard all, all of these, all of the other things that women have been told to put down there. For example. And, and these are recently. This isn't like back in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. No, as early as uh, or as late as October of 2017, um, online blogs and forums were encouraging women to flush their areas with apple cider vinegar no. to, quote, <gasps> tighten no. that area. No. Stop it. Um, sanitizing gels. No. No. Intimate washes. Mm-mm. Which I think is hilarious. Self cleaning like, oven. It yeah. is a self cleaning oven. Jade eggs. That's that? Gwyneth Paltrow's fault. Yep, Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, did you know there was a thing called scraping down there? <laughs> no. That Mel B did. Okay, <sighs> get this. She revealed she revealed that she'd had the insides of that area scraped out and new tissue put inside after her bitter divorce with ex husband Stephen Belafonte. Can I ask you a question? Sure. How do you do that? I don't know. I don't know. That sounds really painful. It sounds like something she hired somebody to do. Um, I will say our good friend, Dr. Jen Gunter, who's kind of like the um, goop slayer. She's an actual uh, gynecologist and obstetrician and the author of the Vagina Bible. She said, never, ever, 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 ever have your vagina scraped. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. G- generally speaking, there don't introduce anything into that area. Also, did you know that people if are now do- putting bath bombs you know, down there? No, no, don't do that either. Yes, yeah. stop. This is ridiculous. <sighs> bath bombs. No, who thinks putting a bath bomb down there is a good idea? Apparently, people. I just let's all. It's a good thing men don't have those because I'm telling you, men would be putting all sorts of things in there. They'd be putting like, like tools in there, like tobacco. They'd be putting like <laughs> well, their car Bradley, keys. have you listened to crazy, stupid idiots? I mean, <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, as a matter of course, men would be introducing a lot of things I down just, there. Ah, this makes me sad. Uh, again, this is the final warning. Issued here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Don't put things in there. Yeah. There's like I maybe mean, a couple approved items. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you're not going to find them in the produce section. And if nope. you have a question, just ring up your gynecologist mm-hmm. and say, hey, should I put blank in, in my, my blank? Yeah. Odds are pretty good. The answer is going to be nah. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. You don't need to do that. Holly, do you have any parting wisdom on, on this? What else could I say? I don't I know. Just, have you ever heard of parsley before? No. No. Like when also, people start also, giving you like salad. Parsley like the useless. Oh yeah. Parsley like the dumb. useless Apparently garnish that you get that? at Perkins. Oh my gosh. Do you remember that? Maybe you... it's the parsley council trying to like. Yes. Dri- push gin parsley. Up, <laughs> also. Gin up business. When there's a recipe that you're making and it calls for fresh parsley. Do you ever actually buy the fresh parsley? No. no. Oh, I do. No, it's useless. But I don't use curly parsley. I only use flat leaf Italian parsley. But it's, yeah, okay. but is even that worth it? Oh, I it don't. is. It adds a nice little bright, you know, bitterness to things. No. Mm-mm. No. I never understood parsley just oh. in general. I think it's m- curly parsley's useless. dumb. It's like it's like the when people get that curly kale, I'm like, don't get that. Get that Lacinto kale. That's real good stuff. The dino kale. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have mm-hmm. any other herb urban <laughs> Lettuce, urban lettuce, yeah, urban lettuce. I like a good uh, uh, advice arugula. for us. Mm, a spicy arugula. How do, yeah. how do you feel about Swiss chard? I don't like Swiss chard. You actually. have to be real. You gotta. You really have to doctor it up. Yeah, I'm serious. You gotta do a you gotta, lot to and, it, and then mm-hmm. it makes it not healthy anymore. Yeah, like let me fry it up in bacon fat. Sure, okay. Yeah, let me just fry up bacon fat. Right. I mean, I would eat a lot. I would eat paper fried in bacon fat. Okay, Indeed. I'm in. Wow, that we went a couple places there. Anyway, so I'm sorry. I just Mm-mm. I did not realize as I was sitting there this morning that I was going to have to issue a that warning, a parsley warning. Well, speaking of people who have advised people to put weird things in weird places, uh, we're going to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow when we come back. Not for that reason, but because she's talking about her relationship to guess who? Chris Martin. Yes. Oh, God. And we got to talk Aren't about they divorced? it. Divorced? Yeah, but. She's going to keep talking about it. And we'll talk about her talking about it with some gooper scoopers after this. This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card. You're the boss of your own life, but are you the boss of your own finances? Here at the Jordan Harbinger Show, we don't shy away from real-life conversations. And of course, one of the most taboo topics is always finances. U.S. Bank offers a wide range of credit cards for a wide variety of financial needs, and one of its most useful cards is the U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card. With a low introductory APR for 20 billing cycles, this card is a tool for getting ahead. The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card is a savvy financial tool for large purchases, unexpected expenses, and balance transfers, and with the ability to customize your payment date, this card gives you control over your financial future. 
Apply now at usbank.com slash platinum. With the U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card, have peace of mind for all your financial needs. To see if you qualify, visit usbank.com slash platinum. Limited time offer, the creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc. Some restrictions may apply. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.